where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Dan Deardorff, longtime friend, uh, Hall of Famer twice in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame, St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame, I think twice, Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, Michigan Sports Hall of Fame. You're in an Ohio Hall of Fame, aren't you, Dan? Uh, that would be a big negative there. <laughs> I would have thought they would have taken care of you coming from uh, that. Uh, there was a uh, uh, there was some talk of it, but the ceremony. Uh, actually takes place at halftime of an Ohio State basketball game. Oh, no. And, and, and I respectfully declined. <laughs> that would have been funny. I, I wasn't going to put myself through being mercilessly booed by 20,000 people. <laughs> I do not blame you one bit. And then the other yeah. thing, I, I was thinking – are you the only person in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a player and broadcaster? Because Summerall's not in as a player, right? No, there. That's a great question. There actually are four of us. Wow. Uh, uh, myself, uh, Len Dawson, uh, uh, John Madden, and Frank Gifford. Okay, I completely. Uh, your great late grand, great friend uh, Frank Gifford, who you did Monday Night Football with, I, I forgot about uh, uh, Frank. How you doing? How's Thanksgiving week in the Deardorff household? Oh, uh, it's uh, it's one. It's my favorite uh, uh, week. I just I don't know. It's just one of those holidays. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure it revolves around my obsession with food, but I just, <laughs> I, I just love Thanksgiving. It's a wonderful day. Hey, Dan, football, how does it get any better than that? It does not. Dan, we were talking earlier about NFL and, and the, the, the level of play right now uh, between the quarterbacks and the offensive line, and I, I, I felt that it comes from the college game where they're not – the offensive line is not being coached the game the same way that it has been. What are your thoughts on offensive line play uh, in the NFL right now? Well, it, it, it's proving that uh, finding uh, quality offensive linemen is, is difficult. And it's, uh, it's a really hard position to play, even uh, though it's now legal to hold the guy across from you. But it, <laughs> it, which I would have, wow, I, 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 you know, I would have loved that. Uh, Conrad would still be playing. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, you know, let's be realistic. The uh, the 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 athletes uh, that are over on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, no wonder it's difficult to keep these guys under control. I mean, that's we're seeing. Uh, you know, that's the one thing. If you really love the game of football, I mean, you gotta you gotta admire the raw athleticism that's on display any given Sunday when you take a look at it. When you when you've whittled it down to the select few that get to play in the National Football League, uh, the athleticism is extraordinary. 
Hey, Dan, I need to introduce you. Kerry Davis, by the way, before he went to the NFL and won that Super Bowl championship with the Steelers, he's an Illinois guy, so you devastated him on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Well, sorry about that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, there just is a natural order to things. <laughs> And, and that involves Michigan always beating Illinois. I, I hate that you are correct, but you are you are pretty. We we had a time, but yeah, it, it few oh, no, I, I, Hey, let me tell you something. I you guys, uh, uh, you are headed in the right direction. I appreciate it. is a fine football coach, and look at the progress he's made in just a couple of years. You guys, uh, we were lucky to get out of there uh, with a win especially considering it it was in Ann Arbor. So I, uh, if I was an Illinois football fan, I, you have a lot to feel good about. And you could still win the West. Yeah, man, man we can. <laughs> There's that. I mean, who, who couldn't? That's true. That's true. And a chair that Dan Deardorff filled in the 80s when we were working together at KMOX, uh, he was the, the sports anchor at Channel 4. And now say hi to Brooke Grimsley, who has that job now, Dan. Hi, Brooke. How you doing? And uh, I'm sorry that your career's taken such a nosedive. <laughs> about your your radio obligation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I mean, working alongside Randy and Carrie has been great. They, they did tell me that you are a great personality. I've heard and listened to you before, and I'm getting all of it right now. So it's it's been fantastic. Dan, I, of course, I just want to ask you, obviously, a huge game this weekend. I know that you're going to be probably a little biased here, but just what are your thoughts going into this Michigan-Ohio State game? Well, it's it's if you play football at Michigan... It's uh, the reason you went to Michigan, and the same if you went to Ohio State. It's it's this game um, uh, has such an importance that you know all the other games are nice, but this is the only one that really matters. Uh, if Michigan was winless, they would still have a successful season if they were able to beat Ohio State, and I think that that's on the other side as well. The factor in that they're both eleven and zero. Uh, a, a rematch again. It's uh, you know, hey, it's we're the underdog. We'd be very, you know, we're I've seen anywhere from nine to ten point underdogs, and I think that's justifiable. Uh, winning in Columbus is a really, really hard thing to do. Hey Dan, what are your thoughts on the? We talked about the East and West divisions. What are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like that that uh, college football, specifically Big Ten and SEC, should go away from the, the divisions and just have you know the top two teams playing in the, in the Big Ten championship game or the conference championship game? Well, you know, certainly when you look at it, I mean, it's the system that we have, and so you learn to live with it. But the, the Big Ten has a problem uh, in that. You know, they have a championship game, and the team from the West has never won it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, again, take last year. Uh, we go to the Big Ten championship game, and we beat Iowa 45-3. to uh, uh, Were we playing the second-best team in the Big Ten? No, of course not. Ohio State was sitting at home. It's going to be the same thing this year. Uh, the winner of the game will go play a team from the West and the second-best team in the Big Ten won't be going anywhere. And so, uh, as I understand it, I think the divisions are going away uh, when USC and UCLA come into the Big Ten in 2024. I think next year is the last 
uh, time that we'll see East versus West in the in the championship game. Dan, yeah, just kind of piggybacking off that, what are your thoughts on the college football playoff and its expansion with the 12-team bracket by, I think, 2026? I am not a fan. Really? I, I Well, it, you know, is college – I guess I'm going to answer my own rhetorical question, but <laughs> is college football just becoming NFL light? Because what, what are we talking about now? Uh, some of these kids – are going to have to play 15 and 16 games. Uh, that When I was in college, we played 10 games. Now they might be playing 16, maybe 17, if you get into a three-game a three game playoff to, to win a championship. At, at what point uh, do you just discard the student-athlete moniker and, and just say, this is professional football light? Dan... I look at that transfer portal, though, and we're getting into the weeds here, and that's free agency. I mean, kids aren't going to to colleges for college anymore, right? College football players generally, and Michigan's a different place because it's a great institution. But when you look at the majority of the schools, I would think kids are going to to colleges for football more than school. Well, it's it, it certainly the if you're a, if you're a a, a kid that's capable of playing at that level and at a major, you know, division one school, Ohio state, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama. Yeah, certainly you're foot, you're making a football decision because your long range plans in include going to the national football league. And so certainly a football is the predominant uh, factor in a lot of these kids decisions. The, the, the transfer portal, uh, the NIL money, uh, I, I just think, is going to be the demise of uh, lower-tier programs. And because it's – I know they say it's not pay-for-play, uh, uh, but it's pay-for-play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all right, let's just take a classic case here. Uh, I don't know – I don't know the financial – I don't know how well Luther Burden is doing at Mizzou, but – uh, is he going to get some, uh, you know, I don't, there are going to be prospects out there for him, a guy like him to maybe go to Georgia or Alabama or Ohio state and, and cash in on, on maybe opportunities that aren't in Columbia, Missouri. And if that, how sad would that be? If, uh, you know, let, let's just take years ago. Would Ben Roethlisberger have finished his career at Miami of Ohio? No, or, no chance. No. Well, yeah, and and so what's going to happen to you know? I, how sorry are you going to feel for these these junior programs, so to speak, that really identify a, a, a great talent, and you got to say what chance do they have of keeping the kid? Right. By the way. You, you mentioned the NIL money. I thought it was so cool yesterday. I saw on Twitter that Blake Corum, your running back, spent his NIL money to deliver turkeys to underprivileged families in the area. That's just so cool. And apparently he's going to be good to go on Saturday. Yeah, and, and Blake's been doing that. I think this is the third year in a row that he's done that. He, he did it before he had NIL money. Uh, he is a great kid. Uh, you know, it, He's a, a wonderful football story, being that short and and that productive, 
And yeah, I'd be, it's a, as I understand it, it's a knee bruise. Uh, Jim Harbaugh said yesterday that his knee is structurally fine. And yes, I, 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 we had a lot of guys that didn't play against Illinois that I think will be on the field uh, in, in Columbus. And, Thank God, because we're going to need every one of them. No doubt. And the hand of God. <laughs> that always helps, yeah. Okay, two more recollections from you. Number one, we had Costas on last week, and I didn't have time. We, I, I had Bob on because we wanted him to tell Spears of St. Louis stories, and it was fabulous. And I was telling Carrie after he was on about the Woofies story. And since I have you here, can you tell us the Woofies story? Well, uh, Bob and I were, uh, were, were, you know, in the sports department together, Camo X, and and then Bob started doing uh, uh, a major league baseball game for NBC uh, on Saturday. And so he would travel Friday morning and he would always go to the stadium uh, uh, and watch a Friday night baseball game. And, and so we started doing this thing that we called the Friday Frank forecast. And Bob would rate the hot dog or sausage sold in whatever stadium he was there for Saturday's game, and, and we do it live on the air on Friday. Well, one weekend he wasn't traveling, and so we were going to do a homegrown Friday Frank forecast. And I had this was I had one of the first car phones in St. Louis, so the old thing that sat in your trunk, you know, and and, and it, it was a big son of a gun. But Bob left early, went to Woofie's, uh, and went to the drive-in window. And live on KMOX, I went through the drive-in order and, and placed my order, and Costas filled it uh, while we were on the air. That Bob Hyland allowed us to do shenanigans like that, I, I'm still amazed by it. I'm, I'm, it was, we, had a, we had some good times. No doubt about it. And another guy that you had great times with and you spent every Thanksgiving with was Jim Hannafin. And uh, I know that, uh, well, we both uh, adored Hanny, and he was a huge part of your life. But do you have a story that you can tell on the air about Hanny coming over to your house for Thanksgiving? Oh, Lord. Uh, well, yes, they did it forever. Uh, Jim and Mariana and, you know, their kids. Uh, it just, it went all the way back to, uh, it went all the way back to the early eighties. And, and uh, I, I know that every Thanksgiving ended up with Mariana, uh, uh, prone on our couch, sound asleep. She would, <laughs> she would eat herself into a coma and, and, and Jim, it would always end up with Jim holding court at the dining room table. Uh, our kids, our friends, uh, as you know, uh, being there, uh, uh, it, 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 it was like sitting at the feet of Aristotle or Socrates or what. People were mesmerized listening to Jim tell stories that I had heard probably 20 times already. And, and, but it didn't matter. Uh, the, the, he was Uncle Jim. Uh, he was a grandfather to my kids. Uh, and uh, I miss him desperately. Uh, we were, Randy, as you well know, anyone had a chance to be in his orbit was really thankful that they had that opportunity. Hey, some of my most unforgettable times in life, literally, are being around Dan Deardorff and Jim Hannafin. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time, talking a little Michigan and Ohio State, and always good to talk to you on Thanksgiving week. Have a great time. Tell Debbie we said hi. 
Yeah, thank you. Same to all of you. And, Brooke, I really didn't mean that about your career. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take that down in my notes. But you you definitely (laughs) meant that about Illinois, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah, well, I really did mean it about Illinois. (laughs) Double D, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. See you later. The great Dan Deardorff on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.